Hey everybody, welcome you to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And uh, it's the end of the year. We've made it to the end of 2018. Yay! Uh, wow, 2019 already. is is upon us. Ooh. If not very soon. Um. So yeah. So we're gonna do what we do every year. Uh, in the past few years, Devin, uh, Ryan, and I have looked back at the year. And talked about our five favorite movies. Yeah, so, it's been fun. I yeah. like these episodes. Yeah, I like these episodes yeah, too. Um, and this year we have a third voice, so we have five more movies potentially that we could be talking about for the next hour or so. So there totally um, won't be any crossover. Yeah, no crossover at all. No like, crossover. None of us like Marvel movies. None of us <laughs> have any of the same taste in anything. Yeah. We don't nope. get along at all. No, we don't. Actually, actually you know, to, to be podcast. fair, like if we wouldn't have a podcast if we all did just see the same movies all the time <laughs> there, there would be no show yeah so, there would be no show there, there is a lot like i know i at least have one or two things that you guys have not seen because it's on the list sure. for the show so i'm looking forward to this this is going to be fun so everybody get comfy um if you're listening to this after new year's um go get some gatorade you're probably a little bit hungover um <laughs> but yeah so we're going to end the year by talking about our favorite movies so uh we're gonna we each have a f- top five list um so devin since you're you're the rookie here what's your number five movie uh, my number five movie is isle of dogs oh okay oh uh wes anderson wes anderson yeah wes anderson i yeah. have not little little confession confession time i don't think i've ever cool. seen a wes anderson movie what yeah we need to have like Wes Anderson month or something. I kind of love his movies. You're obsessed with the months. <laughs> like you already said, we have I, like, have... I want the month. I want a month. Okay, well, we might be doing this, uh, yes. or just bank a few and do a, do a week of. I mean, or that. Yeah, um, I like that idea. So you, so I, I the dogs looked good. I heard it was yeah. similar to Mister un... Fantastic Fox. I haven't seen Fantastic Fox. Um, okay. Confession. Uh, but I really like this movie. It was not what I expected in some ways. And in other ways, it was exactly what I expected, which is also like not an answer to any of that. But <laughs> okay. it was it was different than any movie I had seen this year. And it, it was almost refreshing because of it. And then okay. the voice cast was wonderful. Yeah, because isn't, isn't it like Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Yeah, it was like all of my comedic heroes were in this movie, which I mean, automatically like made me kind of love it. But I mean, the plot was good. The acting was good. And like, there's a pacing to Wes Anderson movies and just like a matter of fact presentation to a lot of really absurd stuff that really makes me kind of love it. Where like three minutes into the movie, they're like, the entire movie will be translated from dog. And then you just take it at its like at its values. Like, all right, they're speaking dog and we're hearing translated from dog. Got it. All right. Okay. Or, like main character has like a bolt lodged in his head for like 90% of the movie. Sure, he's probably still functioning. Like, I, I just, oh, I just, I love it. It's so quirky and so fun, and like has a decent story to tell. So, no, I, I definitely recommend it. Now, being being somebody who's never seen a Wes Anderson movie, would you recommend this one first, or is there another one that you would recommend starting with? Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, I would almost start with the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. Start with that one first. Because I feel like it has the most broad appeal, and then okay. it'll help understand this movie a little yeah. bit. What's okay, up? So, okay, so this is one of the things that makes this podcast work. 
I am not yeah. good with directors and writers and this and that and actors' names. Yeah. Alan is. Like, he, he knows yeah, oh, these yeah. things. I love the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I love right. that movie. Well, good, because I just added it to the list. That's yes. why I asked Devin that question. Yeah, I love right. that movie. And right. I love that guy's film style. So not only we're we talking yeah. about movies we, we saw this year, we're talking about movies that I, we're going to be doing episodes on next year. So <laughs> Sneak peek. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. So Isle of Dogs is your number, number five. five. Ryan, what's your number five? Incredibles 2. That was mine. That was, mine that was my number five. So now I don't now, get to go. Yeah. I'm going to fully admit to this is that I've probably only seen maybe six movies of all that came out from this year. And we're making a list. So, so I pretty much have to list every, like, I'm pretty, you know, it's like, oh, my favorite movies of 2018. Well, I've seen six of them. So I have five and, uh, you know, one that I didn't like as much as the other five. <laughs> but, um, Number five coming at the bottom of the list would be Incredibles 2. I mean, it was such a long wait for this movie to come out. Yeah. I felt like when they released it, uh, they did it the right way because they acknowledged the fact that it took so long for it to come out. Yeah. Um, I love how they picked up the storyline like almost right away. Like mm-hmm. they picked it up almost right from the end of the first one. So... It was almost like when they wrote the movie, they were like, you know, people are probably going to watch the first one or show it to their kids before they go and see this one. So we can Mm -hmm. just start it right at the, you know, like we can start it like no time has passed. And I loved that. And the only time I did not like the movie or a gag in the movie was when Baby Jack turned into Big Baby Jack. And that was it. That was the one thing in the movie I really didn't like. But other than that, I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's uh, that short at the beginning, though, still gets me. Like, they put it on Bow? YouTube. Bow, yeah. They put that on YouTube, it's, and so I watched it yesterday. And I'm like, this is really good. And then it got to it's that. It's so good. And then it got to the end where she eats. And I'm like, this is still fucked up, but it's so good. <laughs> like, that, there's nothing Nothing beats my reaction to seeing that in the theaters. I was like, what the hell? Because I saw it with my brother. And he's like, I know, right? He had already seen it, so. And. I see. I loved that short, and I loved all of the stuff around that short after it came out because there were people like, it. And this gets into a little bit of social politics and stuff. But mm-hmm. there were a lot of people tweeting like they didn't understand it. You know, like, uh, um, what what the heck is this about? And yeah. one of the writers tweeted out and said, "Look, this is," and he pretty much said, "This isn't for white people." Like yeah. that's you know like that's but at the same time I'm white I'm not Asian, and I'm not going to get into it. But I connected with that. Yeah, okay. it, the whole mom like yeah, not wanting get, like I connected I, with that. I'm not going to say anymore. On but. the first viewing, it's really out there, but on yeah. the second viewing, it really it hits home. It hits it really yeah. hits the spot. Yeah. Um, but The Incredibles itself, um, you have the great cast, great animation. The this the villains not the greatest. Like the twist at the end is like, okay, I like they had me going thinking it was going to be Bob Odenkirk, but I'm glad and I'm glad it wasn't. Um, but the score was great. Um, but at the same time, I just felt it was like Giacchino doing the same stuff he did 13 years ago. Um, because they're like, I judge movies by how much of this, like, superhero movies, if I if it has a really good score, I'll put it on my phone right away. I did not uh, put that one on my phone right away. I have like maybe uh, one track. 
Actually, no, wait, that's a lie. I do have the whole thing. I just skip it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm a huge Pixar fanboy. I love everything Pixar has ever made. This didn't make my top five list. And the reason it didn't is because this is one of the few Pixar films, I think, that there wasn't a scene that was supposed to make you cry. And that, like, really ground home that, like, emotional center that the movie's building up to. How do you guys feel about that being missing? I didn't even... I mean, yeah... Pixar, hang on, which... So, like, have you seen, like, Coco or Wally or... Yeah, I've seen Coco um, and Wally. I've seen all of them. I love Pixar movies. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, so all of them have that scene. So, like, Coco is probably the most recent one that I watch um, or that I've watched aside from this one. And, like, there's always that scene where they sing Remember Me and it's slow and Mama Coco starts crying and singing along. And, like, that got me in the theater. Like, and there was even somebody in front of me in the theater who woke up during that scene and went, oh, shit, that's sad audibly in the theater (laughs) which was amazing but there wasn't that scene in this movie and that's why it didn't make my top five honestly sorry uh yeah i honestly didn't put that together until you said that but Um, on the other hand i don't think the film misses it like i don't think the film would have benefited from that i mean i'm trying to think there's not that moment in the first one is there no definitely there's not yeah i i feel like the incredibles is the one pixar franchise that is just supposed to be fun like they don't yep. make those movies to get you in the core. They don't put Bing Bong in The Incredibles to make you sad when he dies. I think they're just there to be fun and action. I think it's their it's their fun franchise. Whereas like Toy Story, you can have the fun and the action, but you also get the heart of the trash compactor and the incinerator. Yep. So I'm trying to think like I'm trying to think back. I don't know. I think it's because it's Pixar and they're cartoons and animated that I, that I've never really grasped that almost all of them have that moment. I just figured it was just a point of, it was just like either the climax or it was when the story turned. Like like, I never really grasped on inside out is bing bong. Toy Story three is the trash incinerator. Cars two is the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed Incredibles too. Um yeah. I was yeah, I, I, I like that one a lot. Um it was just a long time coming and I really enjoyed Incredibles one, so Yeah. But all right, since I didn't get my number five, I'm gonna go with my number four. Uh my number four is Black Panther. Mm, good choice. Um and here's why. Um Black Panther is probably the best marvel movie to come out this year um it's epic it's got the a great story behind it it's got a great villain and the reason it's so low on my list because i i saw a few more movies than ryan did this year um (laughs) but the reason i have it at number four i'll get into later but black panther is just so good um everyone's at the top of their game you've got the Mm -hmm. great uh soundtrack by kendrick lamar who I'm not a big fan of, but and I didn't really know much of until Black Panther. Um, but everything fits in this movie. You've got a great score. The the yep. origin of Wakanda is given so well. Um, and it's it's just a grand epic movie, and it's what the Marvel franchise needed, and it's the there's the whole diversity thing. This is a big deal. And I know we're three white guys t- about to talk about Black Panther, <laughs> but we waited all year to do it. And it, it's hard to, for me to com- comprehend that this movie still came out this year because it seems like so long ago. Oh, absolutely. Um, when did it come out? Was it like early February. in the year, though? 
February. Wow. So yeah. like, I just really enjoy everything. Um, the Marvel sense of humor is still there mm-hmm. um, where it needs to be. You, they did a great job of introducing really good characters like Sh- Shuri. But yeah, that like I really enjoyed Black Panther a lot. No, I agree. It was a great movie. And I mean, you're right. It came out so early this year, I almost forgot it was this year. Yeah. That Black Panther is actually really high <laughs> for me. Like it's a, it's my favorite. It's almost a tie between Black Panther and another movie for me. But okay. Black Panther, I would say, kind of ekes out as my number one for this year. Yeah. So like that. Oh wow. Like, and and it's for all the reasons that you said. And it also the fact that I've only seen six movies this year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like like one that didn't make my list, and I'll bring it up now is Ant Man and the Wasp. And like, if you yeah. look at those two movies. Like Black Panther and Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp is is fun, but it's just it's filler. Like it's like background yeah. noise. Where Black Panther is not really important to the overall story of the MCU, but it's important to that character in that world, like in like that country, like dealing like taking T'Challa and having him be king, like having him deal with that. Like that's something you don't get to see much. Especially in that universe, so it was a great change of pace, and I I really enjoyed it, and I can't wait for a sequel if we get one. I hope so. I mean, he. I mean, I don't really see much action going around a pile of dust. So. Oh right! Oh right! Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so that's that's my number four. Devin, what's yours? So this is gonna seem like a super cop out one, but it's Infinity War, um, and I understand that probably didn't make any of your guys's lists um and i liked it just because it was like my no oh, i'm getting a look never mind <laughs> no <laughs> it, it was just it, it made my a... list same here oh good <laughs> so it's it's i mean and you guys will talk about it i'm sure but like it's a fun movie i loved seeing what they did and it actually avoided one of the things that i thought was gonna happen and it was gonna go oh well this character didn't get enough screen time this character wasn't important to the plot, and it did such a good job of juggling all of these characters that have all of their own franchises. Uh, yeah. I understand there's some criticism out there about what it did with uh, Star Lord's character and his arc, but yeah, I'm I'm honestly willing to forgive that in service of what it does for the larger everything. And this is something they've been teasing since like Iron Man went, and then they finally did it. Like there yeah. was like the inner cynic in me that never thought they'd get to this point. Yeah, that that's part of the reason that I have the. This is what I was hitting at with Black Panther. Part of the reason I have this ranked above Black Panther is that there was so much build up to this, right. and the, the to take nineteen movies before it and build up to this point and execute it so well it should have been an impossible task, and somehow yeah. they did it perfectly. And I think part of that is because of Thanos, like making him the main character mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That just really, like, instead of having it split up between all the Avengers, having him be the main focal point and then having the Avengers show up here and there and just be themselves. Because everyone's, you've gotten to know everyone in their own movies. So you yeah. don't really need to have a whole story arc for just, uh, P- just Peter Parker or Tony. Do you need to take a break in a second? No, 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 no. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Romano was letting me know she's eating. Okay. No. Um, yeah. But no, the, the fact that they just executed everything so perfectly mm-hmm. and it it's just a, 
it felt like I was reading a comic book watching the movie. Right. Um, and it didn't fall prey to what happened to the third Hobbit movie. I, I don't know how, if you guys have seen that. But basically the third Hobbit movie is, all right, everyone, you've seen the first two. We have your money. Here's the third one. No explanation. Right into this war. And it's only going to make sense in context. Like, you kind of got a sense of who each of these characters were as the movie went on. You got, It had its own story arc. And you're right. It had Thanos as its core. And you got him introduced and described in this movie. So, like, I don't know what a newcomer watching this movie would think, but I feel like they couldn't be completely lost in it. Yeah, I mean, there's... With... I don't think newcomers are going to go into Avengers Infinity War, though. Because right. I feel like at this point, you're either on the Marvel bandwagon or you are or you work for DC. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Ryan, what... I know Ryan and I did a whole episode on Infinity War and yeah. it got lost and I'm not happy about it. Um what what do you what are your thoughts on Infinity War? Well, Infinity War is actually my number 2. Okay. It, it, it was my yeah. number 2 too, so but my I, my list is is flexible. My thing is that Thanos became like I was so worried about Infinity War because I was getting tired of superhero movies. Like I it's like yeah. it's like I like Iron Man I, I liked, you know, the, you know, the, the, um, Ant-Man and, and I like these movies, but I mean, Alan can tell you, like, we had some discussions like maybe two years ago where I was getting tired of the Marvel films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they were just like, I felt like, I really felt like they were just getting mass produced. Like it was yeah. just like, you know, it's like assembly line, you know, origin story, origin story, depressing story, depressing story, origin story. It, like it was getting, you know, repetitive for me, but then Black Panther came out. Yeah. And then this movie came out. And Thanos is my favorite Marvel character. The Thanos from Infinity War. Because they yeah. give him such an understandable reason to why he's doing what he's doing. You can understand it. You can grasp it. You can kind of kind of be like, okay, I get it. Whatever. But it's still, you know, you, you, it's still, you still have to stop them. But they give, but they give, but they, they humanize them. And I loved mm-hmm. that. Um, and that's why, like, that, that's why it's my number two. It's just, I like Black Panther as, like, to me, Black Panther is the best, I guess, quote unquote, origin story that Marvel's done. Yeah. And it's not even an origin story because you get. Most of his origin in Civil War, too. True, yeah. Right. So right. They're, they're getting really smart about, hey, we're going to introduce this character now and then give them their own film later. Yeah, and then just do kind yeah. of backstory about why they have their powers and have them dealing with something right yeah. you know, right then and there. It's just, uh, I, just the build-up and build-up and to it, I was, just, I was getting tired of. Like you guys say, you know, it's like they took 12 movies to get there and they executed it yeah. perfectly because if yeah. they didn't, this would have been awful. And I feel, and I feel like the reason that it worked is because they made the villain the main character. Yeah. Because because they knew that everybody else has had their own franchise. So if you would have made like, let's say Tony Stark the main character, or you know Captain America the main character, or even hell Ant Man the main character, it would have been oh great, this is just an Ant Man movie. Right. You know, you say that. I don't know if I want to get into this now. <laughs> I, I'm going to really quickly. I feel like Ant-Man's going to be the main character of Aftermath. I hope so. Or, After the trailer, I hope so. so. Yeah, I think I think I think Ant-Man's going to be the main character of Endgame. I really do. I think the way that trailer ended tells us he's going to be the one we follow. 
Like it's going to be him jumping through time. I think it'd be interesting. Because I'm not convinced that he's at the door right then. I have seen some stuff on the internet. I think he's in the 80s. What? Yeah, if you zoom in on that screen in the corner, it has yeah. archive, and then the date, uh-huh. and it's like 1980-something. Like, it's kind what? of weird. So I, I don't buy it. I don't. That's I, awesome. I also think a lot of that trailer is a lot of red herrings, because they've lied to us before. I would not put it past them to lie to us again. And just have the whole trailer be fake. I hope. I'm on board. I really hope that that's the case. Because I, I, mean, I love Paul Rudd. I do. Yeah. And to be honest, maybe if Paul Rudd was the main character of, 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 of Infinity War, I wouldn't feel that bad about it. But I like what they did. I, I think we're going to get a lot more of him than you're expecting. I think he's going to like I think like, Captain America is going to have a huge arc in it. But I think that Ant-Man is going to be huge. I Good. feel like Paul Rudd no should take over intended. for Chris Evans. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll get into all of our thoughts on Avengers Endgame when we do our 2019 preview coming next week yes. um so tease we're, we're just full of all the teasers today um, <laughs> all right so ryan what's next on your list quiet place a quiet place okay number three Ooh. did you see that in theaters no i saw it uh, at home. home in your surround sound at home with my surround sound that was useless right. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> well no no because no no actually no you're right because it actually made the noises more like yeah. jarring because i was so close to the speakers yeah, yeah that Quiet Place did not make my top five, and part of it was because I saw in the theaters and I had some some issues. We were too did far you? back in the theater. We were close enough to the projector that I could hear the fans running. Oh, and the AC was super loud, and I was like, eh. it, "So it was intense, but I feel yeah. like I lost a little bit of it just because of what those. movie theater is intense." Shut up. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. oh boy. <laughs> And oh, Ryan's you, done you for the us. night. <laughs> he's muted. He's done. You're on timeout. <laughs> okay, you're back. Um, no, I, I liked it. It did a really good job of using sound design to uh, build tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Agreed. And again, I will, I will also perfectly admit the reason why it's on my list is because it's one of the six movies I've seen this. Yeah. Year. And you talked earlier about uh, having to walk away from scenes that make you uncomfortable. Oh, God. The nail in the Ooh. in the stairs. Yeah. Like that. Was, I was like, I knew that this is going and I just. Oh, OK. So just th- thinking about it now. Um, so like that didn't see like that to me is like oh my god ow and then just what she has to be quiet like that just makes like oh my god that's intense (laughs) um but Uh. don't mute i didn't i didn't say anything um my like my anxiety part of it like uh six years ago if this movie would have came out Mm -hmm. um when her and her father are having like the fight that would have made me leave the room. Sure. It's more about the awkward and uncomfortableness about confrontation. Sure. That's when I lose it. Just kind of like in Meet the Parents. Yeah. I the, fir- the first time I saw Meet the Parents, I seriously probably got up and got water or went to the bathroom or was got up and looked in the fridge like maybe yes. seven times. <laughs> Good. 
I have nipples, Ryan. Can you milk me? <laughs> See, that part was funny. See, that part was funny. But there were other things, like just like the uncomfortableness of like just some of the scenes. Like I had to get up and just walk because my legs started getting yeah. restless. Like, but yeah, no, that all oh, I the, the the quiet place and just the way that it and the fact that they like they killed off the kids so quickly. Yeah, I, I still like that grabbed that. me. Yeah, like, that, that, like, that got me into it. Yeah, they do a really mm-hmm. good job of world building early on because. Even before yes. that, you have them just walking by a newspaper stand and says, it can hear us. It's sound like just making it, making you know where you're at. Like you can't make any sound at all, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to live in the middle of the, we're going to live on a farm and not by the waterfall where we can make all the noise we want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie does have a lot of plot holes, but like I yeah. can forgive it. But for, for uh, Jim from the office directing, I'm I'm yeah. okay with it. Like it, it's really Absolutely. good. I'm excited to see what no, he does it, next. Um, yeah. I don't think I need to see the sequel to it. I don't need a no. Quiet Place two. Are they making a Quiet no. Place two? Yeah, now? yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's just Emily, I think it's just going to be Emily Blunt killing monsters, which I'm okay with. But can't that just be Mary Poppins three? Like, can't we just make that that <laughs> sequel? Hang on, but. I feel like a sequel to The Quiet Place should be a dark place. Or that, a loud place. Yeah, that's on Netflix with starring Sandra Bullock. Like, this is a plot device <laughs> that's been going around Hollywood for the last few years. Yeah. So all these movies are starting to come out at the same time. And, no, 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 no. and it looks like everyone's copying A Quiet Place, but they're not really. I don't mean I don't the way they're doing that. I mean a movie that's in like complete darkness with only sound. Mm, no, that that's, it wouldn't work at all. I'm just trying to be. That's silly. an audio play. <laughs> that's, not a, that's an audio book. <laughs> that's an audio book. Um, yeah. So that was your number three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Because I think we're on three, right? Yeah. All yeah. right. So I'm going to change it up a bit. I, I warned Ooh. you guys I was doing this. Yes. I've got a TV show that I'm going to talk about now. That's one of my favorite okay. things that I saw this year. Have you guys seen Barry on HBO? No. No, but I watched, I saw where they filmed it. Okay. So Barry on HBO, do you know anything about it? No. Okay. Barry stars Bill Hader as a hitman. (laughs) What? Who has to go to Los Angeles to kill this guy who's taking an acting class. So he's following this guy around, (laughs) sits in on the acting class, and then gets dragged up on stage. And he's, he's like, afterwards he talks to his boss. He's like, you know, I really think I could do this. So it's <laughs> it's Bill Hader dealing with balancing his life as a hitman and trying to take this acting class and pursue acting and trying to get out of his life as a hitman. That's I actually love that funny. premise. Yeah, I, I like that premise. Okay, and what? it's and it's it's a it's a hysterical premise. Um, I haven't gotten to the best part yet, um, but it's not just a straight up comedy. Like it's really dark. Like it's really dramatic too. Like Bill Hader does a really great job, and this is why it's on the list. He does a great job of balancing the comedy and the darkness, mm-hmm. um, and it's just wonderful. And he directed the first three or four episodes himself, and I'd never oh, seen wow. him direct before. And there were shots that he did that, like different things that he he chose to do with directing. That I was like, holy shit. He can direct. Like, I really <laughs> want to see him go off and do like the John Krasinski thing and direct his own feature film because he w- he was a film major in college too. Like he went off and he was a production assistant on like 
collateral damage with Schwarzenegger and worked behind the scenes at um, South Park for years. And he does a lot of writing, mostly comedic, but this was such a great balance of dark comedy and comedy and drama. Um, And I didn't tell you who the acting coach is. Who's the acting coach? The acting coach is played by Henry Winkler. Really? Yeah. And all that they, all he teaches them to do is they do stage presentations of, Uh of screenplays. So like they, at one point they're reading, they're, they're, they're performing Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, but not the play version of it. They're doing the screenplay version of it. So Bill Hader, Ah. Barry is just on stage doing the Alec Baldwin part. He's like, yes. Hey, uh, put the coffee down. Coffee's for closers. <laughs> like, like he doesn't <laughs> understand at all what what the context of the scene is. <laughs> but they just do sta- they do the screenplay versions of stage plays, which is fantastic. Um, so I love I, that. I cannot recommend it any more than I, I. I just words can't describe. Like if you have an HBO subscription that you canceled because Game of Thrones wasn't on this year, you missed out. <laughs> Like Barry was fantastic and it's only eight or nine episodes, I think maybe 10 episodes. So it's not bad. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, And there's a reason that Henry Winkler and Bill Hader won Emmys for it this year. So, but yeah, that's my, that's my TV pick. Yeah. Not that you guys need a TV pick, but all right. So I I think we're, I think we're on to our number ones. Ryan, what's your number one? Black Panther. Black, okay. We already talked about this. What's the one we didn't talk about on your list then? Um. Well, let's see. Do we get all yours? Because you had Inve- Incredibles. Incredibles. Oh, we did miss one. Oh, Solo. Oh, okay. I think Solo, Solo fell in between four or three somewhere. Okay. I can't, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the reason is, okay, so I've been, I, I, I haven't seen it since the first time that, like, I watched it, but I've been thinking about it and just reading more stuff about Star, you know, like the Star Wars and everything, about this and that. And I actually, uh-huh. I've been, like, been starting to actually kind of like it more. Okay. okay. Um, Being that, I mean, I'll fully admit, I'm one of those people that you give me some type of, like, war story or spy story or political story or like a saboteur or something that has to do in some way with politics or the military. Give me some stormtroopers, an AT-AT, a TIE fighter, some type of like, you know, cruiser, slap a Star Wars sticker on it. I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) That is just who I am. And, you know, when I first saw it, I mean, it kind of fell flat because, I mean, we didn't need that story. We didn't need the story of, you know, Han Solo meeting Chewbacca. But, I mean, at the same time, it was kind of cool to see into that window. Sure. I, I completely agree with you on everything you just said. And I saw a documentary last week about how they filmed the Kessel Run. And oh. a lot of it was practical. Like the stars in the what? in the viewfinder were projected on a screen outside the window. So what wow. you're seeing is what they're seeing. So it's not nice. they, it's not green screen. The way they shot I'll have to find it and send it to I you guys that. in the group chat. But the way they filmed it was really good. So like the lighting matches what they're seeing like it's really well done so it's it's pretty much shot practically only they're not in space um so stuff like that really have gotten me to kind of become a little bit yeah keener on this movie and i think it 
we were, I was going to get into this after we did our lists, but mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments of 2018 is the castle run. Yeah. Like that whole oh, sequence yeah? was fantastic. And, um, now I know that from, I think we did solo as an yeah, episode. Yeah, we did do solo. No, you and I still don't see eye to eye on when and when, uh, on when the castle run actually started in the movie. Cause I know we spent maybe five minutes debating that topic. I, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a galaxy long time ago. Far, far away. But see what I, see what I did there? one of those things <laughs> is that regardless of when you decide to start the castle run, yeah, that entire sequence was cool. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there, there were a few moments in the movie that I felt were kind of ridiculous. That was kind of like a, was kind of like a, like a point down in my overall mm-hmm. score of the film. Um, but even with those, like that's, I mean, even if I had seen other movies this year, I still would have put Solo in my top five. Yeah. Sure. So, and it, it's because I mean, like there's moments like the two coolest, like, uh, and I said this during Solo, if I could have two stills from a, uh, from any Star Wars movies as mm-hmm. like a giant like piece of art on the wall would one be when uh, would be in the last Jedi when the uh, rebel ship splits the giant cruiser in like six pieces yeah. and just that like black and white just like you know perfect yeah. split that mm-hmm. and the scene of the star destroyer blocking the path mm. uh in that cloud yeah like with the lightning yeah. in the back like those two scenes like those two stills i want is artwork like it's just, it's yeah, just it was the visuals are so stunning in that yeah. movie agree uh devin what are your thoughts on solo I watched it on an airplane. It was honestly the perfect way to watch that movie. Um, <laughs> because you couldn't escape. <laughs> not even that. Like, I, okay, so I didn't hate Solo. It was what, I, I came into it with like rock bottom expectations. The okay. whole year up until that point, I was like, I'm going to hate this movie. I don't want to watch this movie. It's going to make me hate a lot of things about Solo. And parts of it did. Um, most notably the part where they go, are you alone? Your name is Han. Solo. Like, <laughs> that part made me cringe in my airplane seat. Yeah. Um, but parts of it were good, and I characters, and it had parts that I like from, this is going to sound real crappy, it had parts, aspects of it that I like from better movies. It had the whole, like, heist thing, and I love the heist thing, and you're going to find out how much I love the heist thing in a minute, but I love the heist thing where they're like, hey, you see all this shit that's happening? Had all this plan the whole time. Also this thing. Like at the end, and I love it when movies do that. And like, I love when things look random and like they're not going the main character's way, but surprise, yeah, they are. And it had an element of that and that was really cool. Um, so, I mean, it didn't make my top five list this this year. Um, it probably came in around like top 10, but okay. yeah, I, I liked it more than I thought I would. I'm intrigued now. I, I have a feeling I know what your number one is, but I, I want you, you to tell me. Uh, so my number one is uh, Ocean's Eight. Oh, okay. So that's number one on my list of things I did not see this year that I want to. Oh and I man, you're missing out. I bought it. I almost watched it oh. just for this podcast to see if it made my yeah. top five. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait to watch this movie. But why, why is it your yeah. number one? Without getting into spoilers, because I haven't seen it yet. Sure. So without getting into spoilers, I I mean, oh, so 
this was one of those movies that kind of was like solo for me where I went, why are they rebooting this movie? They don't need to do this. I love the original Oceans movies. I, that was like the first thing we watched when we moved into this apartment and didn't have cable yet or didn't have internet yet is we just popped in the Oceans movies and we were all happy. Uh, I thought they were so good and I thought this movie would do it such an injustice and it didn't. It was wonderful, well together. I saw that like, I think Rihanna was cast um i think that's her i was really skeptical about that because i saw her in battleship at your house alan oh god yeah. and and was less than impressed so i was like oh she's gonna battleship this series this franchise to be and fair when we were playing when we were watching battleship we were playing battle shots and that did not end well for anyone <laughs> dear everyone listening alan and i used to drink a lot yeah together um but yeah, so I mean, I, I just, the movie was honestly kind of a surprise for me and it was better than I wanted it to be or not wanted it, better than I was expecting it to be in a lot of really good ways. Shit twice now, that was my other airplane movie and I saw it in the theaters and I would totally watch it a third or fourth time and would put it up there with the existing Oceans movies. Yeah. Okay. Where would you rank it with the Oceans movies? Just out of curiosity. I would rank it. Oh man. So I have a weird ranking of Oceans movies because I know people generally don't like 12. I like okay. 12 a lot. So I would actually put this between 12 and 13. It's so 13. Like number one is still my favorite. Number two, uh, Oceans, what is it? Oceans 11 is my favorite. Oceans 12 is my second favorite. Oceans 8 is my third. And 13 is my fourth. Okay. I think you and I are switched on three and two. Really? But, well, and, yeah. and I think that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people do that. For me, um, my Ocean's 13 almost turned into like a parody of itself. Yeah. I mean, to be and, fair, and I think that... Pacino is doing a parody of himself in that movie. So, <laughs> yeah, Ryan, you've only ever seen Ocean's 11, right? Yeah, I've only seen 11. Okay. I think, oh, you'd, like, I think you'd enjoy 12, and I think you would enjoy yeah. 13. I enjoyed yeah. 11. I want to see the other ones. Yeah, we'll and, to be, do, we'll, we'll, and to be honest, I think we should do them for the cast. We should. We should do an Ocean's Week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ocean's month. We're doing Ocean's a month. month. <laughs> no. So that, that's three months taken up now of the year. So we only yep. have. Yeah. And that's why we do weeks, Devin. That's why we do no. weeks. Um, <laughs> um, cool. I'm excited that, that I'm excited to watch that now. I might have to watch that yeah. this weekend. Um, okay. So we're down to my number one. Uh-huh. Bum, bum, bum. My number one is a weird choice. And I didn't think this would be my number one. But it's Game Night with Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. I want to watch that so bad. It was on my list. It is so good. And like every, like it's got a, like those are the two stars of this, but it's got such a great ensemble. Like I don't know if either of you have ever seen Good Girl or the, I don't know if either of you have seen New Girl. I have. Winston's in it. Winston's in it? Yeah. And he has a a great recurring gag. He just keeps making a joke at one point. Like somebody gets thrown into a table and he's like, the, cha- the glass table doesn't break. Like, damn, that's a strong table. <laughs> it, it keeps <laughs> happening. Um, but there's like great recurring jokes, great ensemble cast, and there's a sequence in here where they're pretty much playing hot potato with a with a fragile object, and the way wow. it's shot is beautiful. Like I was uh-huh. just in awe watching this on my TV. Like, what the hell am I watching? Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed a lot of things about this movie and, um, I can't wait to make you guys watch it next year. Like that's yeah, gonna, I mean, it's that, up there that, on my list of movies. That might be one of the first ones we do in 2019 just because oh, I want to watch it again. And I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. 
Um, and it reminded me a yeah, lot of. You ever see? Do you ever see the game with Michael Douglas? No, but that's one of my movies that I want to watch too. Yeah, um, it's it's got elements of that, but it's sure. not like a com. It's not a comedic take on that at all. But it it kind of it kind of takes from that a little bit. Because I mean, so I mean, to my understanding, the premise of the game is they go, "You're going to play a game. You're not going to know it's a game." The game started, and the whole time we're going, "Was it a game or isn't it a game?" And my, from what I've seen from the trailer, it's them going, "Hey, we're going to have game night." Well, our game night went weird. Is it game night or is it not game night? And like, that's what it seems like, and it seems like a premise that I really, really would like. Yeah, I I, I think you guys will really enjoy it. So I'm excited to do that one. Um, so Devin, yeah, what movies? What was the worst movie you saw this year? I almost feel bad about saying this, but it was Robin Hood. Oh, really? Or Hood. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, I fell asleep during it. I don't usually fall asleep during movies. Um, the middle part was plotting. Um, it was the Robin Hood tale again, but they like kept doing like weird, like we understand this is 2018 twists. And like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I love what it did with the character and with like the plot of everything. And I don't know if I love the sequel they set up at the end of it. Cause they kind of like sequel baited where they're like the sheriff of Nottingham's the bad guy. And he was a bad guy for the whole movie. And then he dies. And then they're like, but guess what? Other guy is sheriff of Nottingham now. And it's like, okay, so we're just going to do the second movie is going to be the first movie again. Sure. Got it. Oh, that have you guys seen it? Have, have any no. of you guys seen it? No. no. You, Robin Hood. Which the one from this year? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I listened to this one guy on YouTube and he described the beginning of it well, where it's like they tried to do like the Hurt Locker or Zero Dark Thirty, but with Robin Hood. And it was kind of weird. Like it was that, I mean, that it makes was, me want to oh, see it. No, no, no. I wanted to see this movie so bad because I saw the trailer. And the reason why is because of that mashup. So now see see okay, so <laughs> did you like a knight's tale? I did. I did like a knight's tale a lot. Okay, I so, like Naked Chaucer a lot. I think that's why I liked it. Okay, so it's called a lance. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so a knight's tale is just just a normal like knight movie with you know mm-hmm. knights and jousting and all this other stuff, but it has a modern rock, like music, uh, like tone to it because they're playing rock music throughout the entire thing. Um, mm-hmm. I like where they take older style or older movies and they do something just a little tweak to make it kind of like interesting. So this yeah. is like Robin Hood, but like Hurt Locker ish. So they put like modern military fighting tactics like in the like movie where it's kind of like I'm more not... quick live action. Literally, they're like, you're going to the Crusades now. You're going to go be in the Crusades. And he's walking around in what looks like a ballistic vest with instead of a like an AR whatever he's walking around with a bow and arrow and like at one point like oh a sniper and like there's like a sniper in a bell tower that they have to deal with which is like not a Robin Hood plot that I thought would happen I want to see this movie I don't just because just because of the mashups you know now here's the thing yeah, I do enjoy movies that I totally will admit that other people that most people don't will fully admit that because, like, this type of a mashup, though, I think would be just kind of fun. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you, you, you take Robin Hood, 
you take like that old type of like warfare, but just throw in some like modern terminologies, you know, mm-hmm. modern language, you know, modern tactics, you know, throw in some fashion changes, and it and it turns it from a fable or kind of like a you know kind of it, it turns it from a fable and a story to like a quasi science fiction type thing. Or not even yeah, science I fiction, mean, kind of like, kind of, kind of like, kind of like science fantasy, in a way, yeah, because they I kind mean, of move some things ahead that really shouldn't be ahead compared to others. Like I like stuff like that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I would never I, call this film a period piece. Like, because I remember seeing the trailer, and I thought the trailer was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. It was silly and stupid, but it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I you need to watch I, this movie. I don't understand where in a world where. King Arthur flopped as hard as it did. They were like, "Okay, we're still gonna remake Chris or Robin Hood." Like, I don't understand how that still happened. Like, yeah, that that era of like English medieval fighting doesn't seem to be what people want to see. Now, I will admit, except for Ryan, that Ryan I am see it. <laughs> now. I will admit that I am upset that that movie came out that that Robin Hood movie came out that I want to see, and not a sequel to. The Robin Hood with, uh, yeah, with Russell Crowe. I love that Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. I mean, we've had two Robin Hood remakes in the last 10 years and both of them flopped. Yeah. At this point, just make a Green Arrow movie because that's what you're going to get people to go see. No, I can do. So, Ryan, what is your, what was the worst movie you saw this year? I named all the movies I saw. (laughs) What one didn't you make your list? What one was in your top five? Okay, if if you named all your movies, what what's a movie that you didn't see this year that you really wanted to see? That okay, so here are the movies that I really wanted to see this year. Okay, so give you, us the top three. You got uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, I want to see. I want to see that too. Ant Man and the Wasp. I want to see. Okay, it's a good one. Ralph breaks the internet. I want to see. Forgot about that. Um, I like. That I movie. really want to see. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I want to see First Man. I want to see the Mission Impossible movie. Okay. Oh, man. My chiropractor went off on the Mission Impossible movie tonight. What? He's Why? Because like, he hated it. He's like, it was the worst movie I've ever seen. What? Yeah. But yeah, I, I he didn't really get into the... I guess he loves the first one, and it was just so different. But, yeah. Um, I think the worst movie I saw this year was probably mm-hmm. Venom. Oh, like yeah, it was close for me between those two. How about yeah. this? How about how about if I give you a movie that I did not see that I do not want? That works to see. Bumblebee. You don't want to see Bumblebee? I don't want to see Bumblebee. I'm see. Here's here's the thing. The triple uh, Transformers. Yeah. Think cool, awesome. I love the fact that they finally did them. Yeah. But I am Transformers out. See, like 100%. See, for me, I haven't really seen anything since the first three. And this looks like, since it's before everything else, I don't need to I don't need to give a shit what happened in the last few. And it's mm-hmm. going back to the first generation. Like They look like they looked in the cartoons. You get to go to Cybertron. John Cena's in it. And I have yet no. to see a movie with John Cena that I have not liked. Um, and Haley Seinfeld's fun. And Bumblebee's my favorite transformers out of those first three movies so mm-hmm. there's nothing in this that i makes me want to say like oh yeah i don't want to see this oh and it's not directed by michael bay 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he didn't. This is the first one he hasn't See, directed. To so. me, like oh. I, it, okay, so it's more or less like a feeling of just yeah. like because like uh-huh. I, I love the first Transformers movie, and I'll, I'll still watch it occasionally. Transformers yeah. two, eh, it was okay. I I kind of have a connection to Transformers two because when they're evacuating the China town or whatever, yeah, they mm-hmm. filmed that in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I saw them oh. filming that. I saw those Black Hawk. Uh, I saw those Black Hawk helicopters take off. Like they used the old Bethlehem Steel building complex to film that entire thing. I mean, I saw um, uh, at the Walmart I was working at at the time. Shia LaBeouf came into our store. Um, a few other people, a few, a few of the other actors came into. Uh, 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 they came in to to the store wow. with heavily with you know heavy security. Um, oh yeah came in to like buy water and snacks and stuff. But I mean, I saw them making that movie. Yeah. So like, I have kind of a connection to that film. So like I, the second one I like, I mean, it's not, it's yeah. not one of my favorite films. I don't watch it. I don't think I've watched it in years, but still three, four, the rest of them. No, like I'm not interested at all. And it's because of just, I'm done with them. Yeah. I, I actually not have interested to see it this weekend. And it's going to be my very first Transformers movie. See, that, I'm just like Captain Picard <laughs> said to Data in First Contact yeah. when he told him to turn off his um, emotion chip. Yeah. I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> when they were fighting the Board. Yeah. Because I wish I was in your position. Because I would like to see this movie. But I am yeah. done with Transformers. Well, if... So if Devin comes back and gives it a glowing review, will you will you see it? If we do it for this. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. The, see, this is, uh, honestly, this podcast is probably the best thing to happen to me because I'm willing <laughs> to watch movies that I normally would be like, I'm not wasting my time watching yeah. this movie. But at least with this, like, we can talk about it. Yeah. You know? And, I'm, and that makes it, you know, more of a thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, to to be fair, like the the timing of Bumblebee is not great because you have Aquaman coming out this weekend. Mary yeah. Poppins is already out. Like, yeah, the timing yeah. of it just wasn't great. Yeah, I'm realizing now that this is coming out on New Year's, and we're totally not recording this on the twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one will ever know. No yeah. one will ever know. Yeah. Um, no, I I hope that's good. Um, yeah. Real quick, just to give everyone a little bit of tease for 2019, uh-huh. what's the number one movie you guys are looking forward to? I need to look up the movies coming out in 2019. Well, you've seen a few trailers. We've talked about a few of them. Yeah. Uh, Devin. Avengers Endgame. I'm going to say it. Endgame? I'm sorry. I'm there. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, me too. I'm so pumped. I was kind of hoping that's what Ryan would say too, then we'd all agree. I, but... I am. <laughs> I am extremely interested in Endgame, but like I said, I needed to look. You've up also the got Detective Pikachu coming out. Like there's, there's oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know what it is. Ryan's excited for Hellboy. For you no. have to watch this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I made four memes, four memes of my frustration with that trailer. Okay, so also I lied. It's John Wick three. That's what I'm more excited about. I haven't seen two yet. It's so good. I saw the panel for two. Oh my god! No, but... I I can't pick one. Yeah. There are too many movies coming out okay. in 2019. Like you've got, I'll just name four. I am it's interested in, in seeing. We're doing a whole episode. I am interested in seeing Endgame, Captain Marvel, 
The Pikachu. Not going to lie. I cannot wait to see that movie. And Angry Birds 2. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh that was just to piss me off. I love the I love the first one. Did first, you? I loved Angry Birds. I have it. The first one's not I've, bad. I've, it's I've better than it. you'd expect. Um, have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. Why? Well, when the sequel comes out, see, this is why we have a podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about it. The best part of it is Peter Dinklage. What? Yeah. Oh Peter wait. Oh yeah, I take it back. What I'm most excited for is Game of Thrones final season. Oh yeah, and I can't wait for the final season to be over, which means I can finally watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? Wait, why can't you watch it now? I'm not interested in things that I can't get away from. Dude, just watch it, get caught up, and then you can watch it with everyone, and then you'll be part of it. I don't want to be part there of you it. Are. Yeah, you do. Aww. I'm putting on my hipster vest and glasses right now. I do not want to be but part of it. I will watch Dude, it when it's you done. you want to be part of it. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to be part of it. Oh. It's just like The I'm Walking Dead. Spoilers. I tried watching The wa- I watched the first season of The Walking Dead like a couple years yeah, ago. The Walking Dead sucks. Game of Thrones is not good. Interested. I know Game of Thrones is good. I watched the first season. And you didn't watch it after that? No. You got it too big for you? No. I, <laughs> I watched the first season, I think, maybe three years after it aired. Okay. And, like, it was cool. Like, it was good. Um, except that, like, I could keep up with the storyline through all the memes that people were making about, like, the Red Wedding and, you know, like, the Dragon Eggs and all this other stuff. Like, I could, you know, I was keeping up with it culturally through the Internet and just, you know, Internet culture. And I will eventually sit down and watch the show when all the hype is down. If you sat down and watched it all before it comes out in April. When it comes out in April, every Sunday night after it airs, we can sit down and do an episode. No, we're not. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, but you can't sell that to me. Well, then Devin and I will each sit down. That's fine. Yeah, and do an episode. That's fine. You Um, and I can... uh, And then Devin, after that, you and I can uh, sit down and we can do a minute by minute uh, 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 podcast on Futurama. Oh, hell yeah. And then I'll jump in on the Simpsons drama. (laughs) (laughs) Doing a podcast without me engineering. (laughs) I just use my phone. (laughs) It'll be shitty audio. I don't care. It'll be (laughs) shitty audio. Yeah. I mean, not that our audio is great. All right. So better than it could be. That wraps it up for the year. I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. And this year's been rough. And we haven't been, had that many episodes. Like we did have a lot of hiatuses well, for the podcast this there year. There was a lot of hiatuses because we lost episodes. Yeah, we lost episodes. Uh, we had a lot of shit going on in our personal lives that yeah. affected the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Both, both Ryan and myself. Um, but I just want to say to both of you guys, thank you for doing the show. Like oh. I, I love our time that we get to do this together. Um, Absolutely, and well, I'm looking forward when... to doing it more. We've done this, what, three years now? Two years now? Yeah, we've been doing it for three, going on, it'll be four years in March. Yeah, so, I mean, I... No, three years in March. Because, I mean, I actually really like this. Like, to me, uh, this is what, um, they made that movie last year about the the friends that had the the game of Tag. Tag. Movie Tag. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I completely forgot they have that on my list. That's 
one of my honorable mentions. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, go. Keep... Yeah. Like I feel like this is our tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and 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 I love this because yeah. I mean it's something that. I mean, Devin, you're new to this, but yep. I mean, like, Al, like Alan and I connected about talking about movies. Yeah. And the reason why we started doing this is because, like, the movies that we had in common that we liked, and then there were all these movies that we hadn't seen. It was like, you know, you have to watch this, you have to watch this, you have to watch this, and be yeah. like, hey, hey, you know, Alan, hey. And like going back to the tag thing. You think about this, and then you'd have a manager walk by and stop us from talking about it. And like, let's just do this at home. Yeah. Right. And then going back to the tag thing, like I've known Devin since high school, but we haven't hung out as much as since we've been like since college. And now you live in Los Angeles. I'm in Pennsylvania. But now that we're doing this, we're talking to each other every week and getting caught up. Absolutely. Because we talk for a good like half an hour before the show starts every Mm -hmm. time. So like it's it's been a blast. Yeah. Um, Real quick before we go, because I feel bad for leaving this off the list. uh, Tag. Was the f- hardest I laughed in the theaters this year. Really? Yeah. The not at the movie itself. The movie itself is fine. It's funny. Uh-huh. There's a miscarriage joke that's really awkward. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but worth watching for. Oh man. Because they make a joke about the miscarriage joke. Um. And wow. then the best part of the movie is there's a there's a they reference a song halfway through the movie. And they mm-hmm. have the song play. And then the end credits is just floating heads of Jeremy Renner, John Hamm, and everyone singing the song. Yeah, and the nice. song's the one that Weird Al did a parody of called Headline News. The So it's all oh, of them yeah. just doing the humming. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. So if you can rent that, I highly recommend it. Um, have to watch it's that. definitely one of that was like number six on my list. Like wow. I have that next to Incredibles two scribbled out, and I forgot what it said. But yeah, <laughs> definitely check out Tag. Um, I'm gonna have to now. All right, guys, I think that's it for this one. Agreed. So for you have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And we'll see you guys in 2019, or if we're already there, then we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye.